YNI, a brand new podcast by Enza Recruitment, showcasing the best of the NI tech sector. We'll hear from industry leaders about their businesses, challenges, products and achievements as we set out to uncover what really makes the NI tech sector tick. Hi everyone and welcome to the third episode of the YNI Industry Leaders podcast series. I'm delighted to be joined today by Claire Byrne, the founder of Women Tech Makers, a local senior director of Women Who Code Belfast and currently a security data engineer at Elastic. Claire has worked in technology for around eight years and has led some of the most impressive and innovative initiatives in the Northern Ireland tech sector. So Claire, welcome to YNI. Thanks for, for joining me today. I know that I haven't even scratched the surface on all of the brilliant things that you've done throughout your career. So I'm really looking forward to, to digging in and finding out more about that on today's show. But I guess to kick us off, could you maybe give us a brief introduction to who you are, uh, Women Who Code, and your role as Global Ambassador there? Thanks so much, Becca. Yeah, um, my name is Claire Byrne. um, And as you said, I've been volunteering and working within the tech industry in Belfast for nearly eight years now. Time flies when you're having fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I studied computer science at Queen's University here in Belfast, um, followed by a master's in cybersecurity. And from there, I went on to work at a startup sort of spin out from Queen's called Titan IC. Um, I worked there for around half a year, and since I worked for them, they've had incredible success, as have a lot of the spin-outs from Queen's. Um, So they were eventually acquired by NVIDIA, which is, like, massive. Um, So after that, um, I moved to a cybersecurity company called Rapid7, where I joined as a data engineer. Um, So I was doing a lot of Python coding and, you know, getting my hands dirty with loads of DevOps and, you know, cloud development and Amazon Web Services and uh, Kubernetes and all that good stuff. Um, So I recently left Rapid7 after four awesome years to join a company called Elastic, where I'm now working in the role of a security data engineer, um, which has been amazing so far. So apart from my main career, um, I'm really involved in the tech community in Northern Ireland. So I've been volunteering with the global uh, women in tech organization, Women Who Code, for around seven years now. Um, And I've gone from the youth outreach lead to a city lead to the director of the Belfast branch to being a global ambassador. Um, And I've recently stepped back into a more local role once more as the senior director of the Belfast branch. Um, So I'll I'll also set up the Women Tech Makers Belfast Conference, um, which apart from last year, obviously has been running for five years now. Um, So that's a Google sponsored conference. Um, It's part of Google's brand and initiative for women in tech. It's a really awesome chance to just sort of celebrate the technical skills of local women here. Um, And that that runs every year around International Women's Day, so around March. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've stepped back from that organization temporarily, just as I settle into my new job. But um, the Women Tech Makers team is comprised of like local women and like they're fantastic and they're going strong, organizing events and just absolutely thriving. Yeah, so for fear of going on way too long here, sorry. (laughs) No, no, it's brilliant. I mean, I definitely knew I was not going to do you enough justice there with my intro. So I'm really glad that you um, you've given us all that detail. And it's it's just so brilliant to hear the success of your your career. But I mean, with all that success and all, you know, I know that um, it's going to be really difficult to single out 
huge achievements. Um, but if you could, <laughs> and specifically with your um, your time with Women in Code, um, what would you say has been one of your single biggest achievements for you, and not just you, for the whole team at, at Women Who Code in Belfast? Yeah, so um, I guess I guess the biggest achievement that I would say that the team has had is um, like sticking together through the pandemic and just sort of holding some online events like through all of this madness. Um, like I think a lot of meetup groups in Belfast have like kind of fizzled out during the pandemic and understandably so, like everyone's just busy and overwhelmed. And um, But I think I'm really proud of the Women Who Code Belfast team for just like sticking together and like just, you know, having that sort of organic sort of teamwork and being able to like power through a bit. Um, and personally, my, my biggest achievement I'd say with the Women Who Code team is um, setting, up a, setting up a team um, that is like self-sufficient and that has lasted through all of this. Um, so I stepped back from Women Who Code um, in 2019. I was the director and then I stepped back and um, the team sort of continued without me and like I'm so proud of that um, because like it just shows that like I don't know we were able to sort of set up a team that like sticks together and is highly driven and sort of like keeps on going. Yeah, it's thriving. And I, I have um you know, I've been keeping an eye on you guys and throughout the pandemic there was the Brewing Bites um yeah. <laughs> uh, made up and everything. And that's you know, that's been so regular and consistent. And you're right, it's it's that element of sticking together, knowing that the community needs the support and not to let that drop. So uh well done to you guys, because it's it is, you know, it's obviously noticed and it's it's needed and it's it's working. So that's the main thing. Um okay, so with successes and with achievements, obviously come challenges. So <laughs> what would you say have been your biggest challenges, again, for, for the team at Women Who Code and then for you as well as part of that journey? Um, so I'd say the biggest challenge for the team has been not being able to meet in person during the pandemic. So like alongside, along with the pandemic, obviously we've got like burnout, we've got Zoom fatigue, like everyone just doesn't want to be here <laughs> yeah so um you know like I think that's been a huge challenge and I think like people have been almost feeling guilty about not organizing events and stuff and I think I think that's just sort of like uh, that's a challenge that really is mm-hmm. um and it's a challenge to like keep people engaged and like feeling like they're they're having value to the organization but like obviously everyone is all the time like and even if like you're not organizing events like just turning up is like the best thing you can do um so I think the biggest challenge for me personally um with the women who code team would be dealing with burnout um because I've sort of said that I've been volunteering for around six or seven years with the, the women who code team here and um obviously not all that time has been like roses um yeah. <laughs> so like you know um with with that length of time will come fatigue and come tiredness um so I think that was a a big challenge that I had to overcome was like knowing my limits Mm -hmm. and knowing when to sort of stop and step back and recharge and I think that's like a big challenge for anyone is like yeah like you need to know your limits and you can't work too hard and in the end like stuff like this is volunteer work um you're not being paid for it and you know you need to know 
when to relax and when when enough is enough you know yeah and I'm sure for for you guys as well there's support from one another in terms of that type of thing you know if oh, yeah, does feel, feel fatigue or feel the burnout you know everyone's there for one another um mm-hmm, in terms mm-hmm. of that kind of thing so just um, I'm going a little bit off um you know what I'd originally wanted to ask you but um, just in terms of the volunteers um for Women Who Code you know are you at a standstill with that because of the pandemic or are you at an influx of volunteers or you know what it, what's happening with, with that at the moment? So that's actually a really interesting question because uh, we've just had a couple of new a couple of new city leads join us mm-hmm. um, and we've had a couple of people who've sort of said like like taken a step back and sort of said look I don't have capacity for this anymore that's absolutely fine like mm-hmm. as I've said it's a volunteer role um but no it's really exciting that we have some new like some new faces with us um and ho- hopefully they'll be able to bring some like some of their own expertise to the team and like organize events that they want to drive and stuff like that so that's going to be great so 100%. there has been there has been turnover and like there has been new new people coming in and joining us and that's really exciting. Yeah, 100%. It'll be really interesting to see what fresh kind of faces and eyes will bring to the team. So that'll be a good thing to, to watch out for for us, guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so now that we finally said goodbye to 2020 and we know what happened last year and we don't want to kind of labor on it, but looking to the future, what um, is in store for, for the team at Women Who Code this year? Um, so this year we actually have a couple of really awesome events sort of lined up. Um, so we have a CV clinic on the 22nd of April. Uh, on, I believe we're planning some sort of code camp or hackathon for the summer. So watch this space. Um, <laughs> I think we're also planning a sort of watch party because we can't be with each other in person. We're going to like have a sort of virtual like movie night, I guess. Mm-hmm, nice. Um and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to meet in person soon and just sort of get back on track with all that but um, we're we've sort of got into a nice rhythm of like taking a break over the summer and like using one month of that break as planning mm-hmm. um, within the leadership team so um, like there'll be big things like coming um, whenever we get the all clear for for meeting up in person yeah 100% so keep our ear to the ground is what you're telling us yeah absolutely <laughs> um okay so Claire across the wider tech sector NNI after all that's happened in 2020 what do you feel the sector needs to do as a whole to ensure it continues to grow successfully that's a really good question um so I think flexible working will be a really huge thing after all that's happened in 2020 up to now um flexibility both in location of work and in work hours so for parents and carers and stuff like that um companies that offer flexible working I think are going to be more attractive to people who've like settled into a sort of rhythm of working from home and those those who have caring responsibilities as well um equally a lot for a lot of people the option of being able to choose to go into an office is very necessary for companies to thrive as well some people simply can't work from home due to their situation. Um, so I think flexibility is going to be really key to the continued growth of the sector. Um, I think that's going to be something really important going forward um, that people will have found from the pandemic times. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you personally, you've come a long way in your career, Claire. So for new IT professionals who are just starting out in their careers, um, 
what would you say is the best piece of advice you could give to ensure they have a rewarding career in IT? um I've got a a lot of advice (laughs) (laughs) I could I could talk about this for hours um (laughs) but I mean I guess success is about hard work right we're always told that but another big factor of success um that I've been finding is luck um and so this might seem disheartening at first right but (laughs) like luck is just chance right and that's true up to a point but I think we can sort of position ourselves for luck and like we can get good at being lucky So like you can maximize your luck by being in the right places at the right times, by keeping an open mind and being aware of potential opportunities and just always being on the hunt for like um, new network connections, new new friends, Mm -hmm. Um, connect with everyone you can. Um, In non-pandemic times, go to all the events that you have time and energy for. Um, Talk to everyone you can to expand your network, widen your circle of friends, increase your visibility because, you know, in the end, like, your career is just is just people right like mm-hmm. um, and it, you know if you don't feel like showing up to that meetup you signed up for go to it anyway you never know who, who you'll meet you can meet your next best friend your new business partner or you could just meet someone who gives you a bit of advice that'll stick with you for the, the next few years so I guess what I'm saying is stay curious stay aware and trust your gut when it comes to where you want to take your career because being happy and fulfilled in your career is the most important thing you can achieve, really. And uh, I guess another, maybe a more practical piece of advice is to remember that you don't always need to be the smartest person in the room to be successful. Um, simply being known as like an enthusiastic, positive person, that will help you be remembered. Um, nobody wants to hire someone who's a, like a genius, but who won't fit into the team for the long haul. And like attitude is everything. So yeah just be positive <laughs> yeah I know I love that I love the the enthusiastic um, element of your advice there I think that's so important to have the desire to want to succeed and want to do well and what you're passionate about so 100% with you on that um <laughs> okay so final question and I'm sure you know what it is by now but <laughs> our final <laughs> question is always going to be why and I so what is the one thing that makes Northern Ireland a great place to not only be a tech professional here, um, but to establish and grow a prosperous and productive tech business? Um, so I think a lot of, like, I think the business reason that a lot of tech companies come here is because we have ties to like the UK and Europe via Ireland. And like the cost of renting office space here is relatively low compared to like London. Um, so that's my cynical answer for why com- tech companies come here. <laughs> but um, we're like there's so much more than that so we're we're known for being like a hidden gem in terms of like top tech minds here um, and we really do have some of the best engineers in the country in Belfast so companies come for the connections uh, but they stay for the talent and I think another contributing factor that makes Northern Ireland a really great place to establish and grow a prosperous tech business is the community here um, Northern Ireland's small enough to have a really healthy and close-knit tech community. And in non-pandemic times, um, there would be a tech meetup pretty much every day of the week where folks in the industry could meet up for food and drinks and listen to a local tech expert, um, like talk before hitting the pub to catch up with friends. But Northern Ireland is also large enough to have a really diverse range of interests and skills across the tech sector. So you'll always find someone who's eager to like upskill in the technology that your company owns. There's a real can-do attitude here when it comes to trying out new technologies and new companies. And 
I love the attitude here of, oh, sure, I'll give it a go and I'll learn something <laughs> along the way. And I think that's one of the things that makes Northern Ireland a really great place. Like, we're laid back and friendly, but we're also super ambitious and super hardworking. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love the the fact that you're, you've actually highlighted one of um, Andrew Recruitment's key key phrases there be ambitious and that's really important to us you know it's 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 vital if you want to succeed and it's it's um it's all about putting power behind the passion that you have for the technology that you want to work in so definitely glad that you dropped a be ambitious in there so thank you very much (laughs) Um, well Claire thanks so much for being on the show today it was great to get to know you more your career your plans for the future and your advice for those thinking about a similar pathway in the industry For our listeners at home, I will link the Women Who Code meetup page on the blog on our website. And from myself and everyone at Enzo Recruitment, we wish you and the team at Women Who Code Belfast all the very best in the future. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This has been great. YNI is brought to you by Enzo Recruitment, specialists in software and cybersecurity in Northern Ireland. To find out more, go to enzorecruitment.com.